Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. And good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick from the law office of Gregorick & Associates and I have... Ted Hansen today at the uh, co-pilot seat. Good and, morning, uh, everyone. We'll probably have him take over the pilot seat here, but uh, whatever. Morning. Keep me awake. Good morning. It's Keep been us- a beautiful couple of days. Actually, afternoons have been wonderful. Yeah. Went fishing yesterday. Had a nice afternoon. Caught myself a couple of nice trout. It was very enjoyable. So those trout, uh, have they already been dinner? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a catch and releaser kind of guy. Ah, catch and release. Yeah. Well, folks, listen, uh, May is coming to an end here in the um, next you know, 10 days or so, and this month we've been highlighting uh, elder law awareness. Uh, the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys uh, declared uh, May as Elder Law Awareness Month, and those of us who participate in the elder world of planning, um, we every day of our existence we're talking about this, but for many of you it's one of these hidden things in society, things that we just don't see. Perhaps it's like heroin addiction used to be in the closet or, you know, down in the shadows. And well, you know, sadly, elder abuse is in the shadows. And the story I wanted to uh, talk about today is certainly topical and uh, one that, you know, everybody may have heard about. And I just want to highlight a couple of issues. Still going on too, isn't it? So we got this blockbuster Marvel movie out there, you know, Avengers, the Endgame. And of course, creator Stan Lee. I don't think he needs much introduction to anyone, but uh, he died last year um, at age 95. And uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, the lawsuit started coming. And what was very interesting is that um, Stan's business manager has been arrested on uh, multiple felony accounts of false imprisonment, theft, embezzlement, forgery, and fraud, along with his original misdemeanor counts. So he's looking at some potential jail time, you know, if these allegations are in fact true. And he's reported to have um, misappropriated or embezzled some $5 million in assets. And um, Stan Lee's um, estate, just for everybody, was around $50 million. And so these five counts of elder abuse that were filed uh, May 10th of this year um, could certainly put uh, Mr. Morgan, the uh, alleged abuser, uh, behind bars for quite some time. And yeah, and, and this this case has all the hallmarks, really, Rick, of these exploitation case, which largely involves somebody with some type of diminished capacity, and then some somebody with some trusted relationship with that person, and somehow you know abusing these people. We're not saying that that this is the case in this case, but in general, this is what happens. And isolation is a very big part of that. And well, that, the article that I was reading brought that out, Ted, that yeah. one of the things this fellow did, it's, it's kind of like abusers have a school they go to. They, all, they follow patterns. We've talked about this for many years. 
And Attorney Rob, uh, former Attorney General Rob McKenna talked about this. Isolation, folks. The the abuser, whether it's a family member, which is the most predominant yep. abuser out Caregiver. there. Caregiver. That's you what know, I or was. caregiver, uh, you know, sometimes these close business managers for uh, people in sports and entertainment, but a lot of people have business managers yeah. or business partners um, that are, you know, chief among some of these abusers, especially when we get into the financial world. But all of them seem to have a thread of isolating the person from other people who would be issue spotters, people who would recognize yeah, this. So isolate exactly them so right. this can be done in the dark of night. And so, um, folks, we can all do a better job. If you suspect elder abuse, just suspect it. You know, 1-800-END-HARM is your hotline to adult protective services. Um, I'm not going to tell you adult protective services is perfect at getting all these things sorted out, Um Partially because they're overwhelmed. Yeah, um, a hundred calls a day or so is what I'm told uh, they're re- receiving. Um, that's a lot of investigations. And you know, by and large, I think they're real good folks, and they they really try hard to get to the bottom of the facts. And unfortunately, a lot of these things come back as what they call unfounded. So there's a couple of ways these things can go sometimes, but uh, largely they're unfounded. And and for for a lot of the reasons is is the the elder the elderly person cannot provide enough evidence sometimes, Rick, to or remember the acts that were perpetrated on them. And therein lies the problem with getting them prosecuted criminally and certainly even in a civil context makes it really hard to make these people accountable. It's very, very difficult as we age. And for most people, as we age, we do experience some level of cognitive decline. Um, Certainly folks um, that have passed the 80 mark I think the statistics are about 50% um, yeah. do have diminished capacity. Now, that's at all varying levels. And, but even at the slightest level, it starts to impair our judgment. And I remember a fellow that, you know, a couple of years ago, 94-year-old gentleman who, um, you know, wonderful guy, very, very intelligent fellow. He was a chemical engineer in 94, living independently, but he did have, you know, um, mid-level Alzheimer's, so he could get around and talk to you and things like that. But, you know, he just was there. Well, what had happened is he'd been getting phone calls at his assisted living facility coming through the switchboard to him. And over several months, and this fellow was giving additional information to this nice young man who was on the phone who seemed to know so much about him, and he fell prey to one of these uh, inheritance scams. They knew that he, his parents were immigrants from Great Britain. Um, they were able to convince him that he was the heir to someone who had died in England who was of royalty, and he was going to get a multi-million dollar inheritance. And finally, one day, they called up and they got the rest of his information, which was his account number. Um, and fortunately, he called his daughter and said, "Hun, my, my, my ship came in. You're going to be all right. I'm going to be able to provide for you the way I've always wanted to provide for you. Of course, the daughter said, oh, my God, Dad, what what did you you do? What have you done? done? And he told her, and, of course, she panicked. She hung up. And this is a gal that I know professionally, was not a client yet. And all of a sudden, she calls me and said, what should I do? I said, hang up, call the bank. (laughs) Try to get a stop on that check, tell them what's going on. 
And she did, and they did get a stop on it. And within minutes of that, a wire transfer request came through for $400,000, which would have wiped out his account. Now, the interesting part of the story, not that that isn't all interesting, it was thwarted, but by seconds. And the issue was, when I went and talked to this gentleman, he said, you know, I don't understand. He says, now that I hear what happened and, you know, explained to him what happened, he said, when did I become so stupid? And I said, well, I don't think you became stupid. I said, you know, unfortunately, you became vulnerable because you're trusting. You know, men of your age, you know, you, you didn't expect people to lie to you. You didn't expect them to try to deceive you necessarily the way they do it. You know, you used to be able to. Well, that's that's true. And 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 this fellow, this was all done. Never even met this person, right? Just imagine how much more powerful it is when you cede your trust, if you will, to some trusted person in your life. And this happened. This is how this happens, right? It's as you as you become more dependent on people. Necessarily, there's a shift in a and a trusting relationships that's that's established. Whether or not it's mutual is a different matter. But that's essentially the element of isolation and this trust issue. Isolation and crime. Right? And almost, you know, some of these abusers then the, the folks are scared to come forward. Remember the testimony that Mickey or embarrassed, uh, like you said earlier, right? They're just embarrassed about what they did, right? I mean, like I, I've told you a couple of occasions, my uncle was fell prey to that uh, I'm in prison in Spain thing and paid this amount of money. It just made me feel terrible that he got caught up in that and he trusted that person on the other end of the line so much he didn't even bother calling me. And then he calls my home to to find out where I was and speak to my wife and I answered the phone. He says, why are you home? I said, I haven't left home all weekend. He said, well, I got this call on Friday and I sent these folks some money. I just felt, I felt horrible about that. I mean, I really did, you know. And well, there, there's every scam in the book, and, and they're very good. They're sophisticated. Much of this is professional. That's certainly coming online in that. But what I want to alert seniors to is most of the fraud over seniors is going to be through your mailbox and on your telephone. And please stop filling out sweepstakes forms and magazine forms. This is one of the yep. key sources where these people are getting all this data. I mean, you tell people your maiden name, you tell them where you were born, what your history was, what countries you immigrated from, and boy, you just give them a plethora of information that they can then use to exploit you. So folks, I think one of the cures is folks who do good estate planning. And they come in and they talk about these issues. And then when we design your estate plan, your wills and your trust and your powers of attorney and other ancillary documents that are going to go along with that, we're going to talk about these areas and how do we shore them up? How do we put a, you know, a check and balance into your system? And you know, we can't provide you know, complete protection, but we can do a lot of things inside of your estate plan that if nothing else will be an early warning signal and be able to take action sooner. Because, Ted, you know, when you deal in these cases, 90% of them, the damage is done and over before it's recognized. Yeah, that's and, the problem. And recovering funds that have been taken is... It's almost impossible. I, I can always drag the person before the tribunal, but I can rarely get the money back. I tell people this all the time. You know, it's uh, when I talk to clients about powers of attorney and talk to them about how widely abused these instruments are, I, I hope to heighten their sense of awareness about the possibility of what happens when this is in the wrong person's hands. And 
literally with powers of attorney, especially well-drafted powers of attorney, you're granting that person to, uh, every right to deal with your money that you have. And and I do mean literally everything to do with your money that you do. So. Yeah, and give it away. Well, they give, give it away. Well, but in some spe- cases, that's the case, right? I mean, there are gifting. If they have large areas. gifting, and, and that's the most widely abused portion of the power of attorney, obviously, right, is the gifting portion of those powers of attorney. And that's why we want to try to limit those in some degree to the annual exclusion amount and some other catches in there for certain standards, we call them. But we don't want to give these open gifting powers of attorney to anyone, basically. So, so folks, we've got a uh, seminar coming up. And in that seminar, we're going to address how to avoid the most common mistakes in estate planning. The event's simply called real retirement because it needs to be real and not some pie in the sky plan. Let's get it real and let's lay it out in paper and let's uh, let's work on that plan. And we've moved the event here. We're going to be uh, in Bothell this time and um, it's June 12th. That's a Wednesday evening. So nothing else is going on. So come on out into the real retirement uh, class at the Country Inn and Suites uh, by Radisson there in Bothell, 7 to 9, June 12th. And Tickets are being announced today, right now, for the first time. So tickets are available. There's a modest price, um, but uh, that just helps defray the cost of the event so we don't have to pass that on to everybody. It um, just helps out a little bit. And so do get signed up for that. It's a great event. Uh, Boy, the last one we had, people um, really liked it. This is a little bit newer event, so it's been updated from uh, some of our past events. You know, you keep the good and keep adding uh, better. As you go. So real retirement, how to avoid the most common mistakes in estate and elder planning, June 12th in Bothell at the Country Inn and Suites. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com and get yourself signed up today. Mark, holding online, hang on. We got to take a quick break and then more of your calls at 888-973-5476. The hotline for Cairo and KTTH right now, 888-973-5476. 5476. Your partner in law will be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new 
asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But more importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian has an asset-based class coming up Monday, May 20th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding the long-term care costs in the future? Learn why that's not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class on the 20th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner in Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now, back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All right, folks, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick at the law firm of Gregorick & Associates. Find us on the World Wide Web through yourpartnerinlaw.com or rjglegal.com or mynorthwest.com or just about any place else out there in the cyber world. So real easy to find. Folks, if you want to give us a call, 888-973-5476. It is Elder Law Awareness Month. If you suspect any elder abuse that you see, whether it's in your family or in the public, call one 800 end harm, 1-800-END-HARM, and report that. You have complete anonymity and you have a duty to do it, so go do it. Hey, we're going to go down to Maple Valley and say good morning to Mark. Hi, Mark. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yep. Absolutely, just perfectly. Okay, good. Hi, Rick. Hi. Um, so, uh, I actually heard you talk at a retire meet event. Um, wasn't this last one, but a year ago. Okay, great. And... Um, I have uh, I have a special needs son who just turned uh, 18 years old, and uh, his mother and I just uh, were granted guardianship, and he had an inheritance um, from his uncle, um, and this was a couple of years ago, and that was put in a blocked account by the court, and um, what I'm what I'm wondering is. Um, uh, the attorney that we were working with for the guardianship um, put in a stipulation in the order um, saying that um, the court had to approve any withdrawals from that account. And I'm wondering if there's any way we can move it out of a blocked account. And my reason for asking that is um, it's very hard to invest that money um, with any kind of financial institution, 
um, because very few very few um, places like Vanguard will accept um, uh, you know a court blocked account. Yeah, they managing blocked accounts for the financial institutions today because of all the online stuff and stuff. And uh, you're absolutely right; it is very difficult. And but you're absolutely right also that when there is a guardianship, the court will always block a majority of the accounts of the um, um, incapacitated person. And then on an annual basis, you know, you're going to turn into budget. They'll release a certain amount of budget budget to the unblocked account based on the budget that gets approved by the court. And if that budget is insufficient, uh, then you have to go back to the court to ask for more money. But then you got an interesting point to the investing within the guardianship account. And, and principally... The, you know, well, the idea was to protect principle. Yeah, I, I actually was in court and heard an argument on this uh, conveniently a, a week or so ago. And the court, frankly, is, is, is rather sympathetic to the fact that the investment options are limited and they do recognize that in a free market that perhaps there are some other options available. And the court was open to the argument that that money could be unblocked and moved into some other type of uh, investment portfolio. Uh, I don't know really what that would look like, and neither the court really didn't give any hints about what that would look like. Well, but we I do, do know have, you know, possible. I've got a couple clients that we have gone to court, and there's special circumstances, of course. We have gone to court, and we have been able to get approval uh, through the court to have um, funds invested in equities through mutual funds. Um, there's not many that will qualify for this, but we've had uh, a couple of successful cases. Now, you got to have a lot of. Uh, the stars have to align and, you know, depends on the amount of money and just what's going on. One of our arguments was that the money, if it was not invested in the market and could not participate in growth, that the money would be exhausted in about one third of the time exactly. that we could exactly. stretch that out. But we, you know, we had to employ a financial advisor, bring in some financial forecast and, and do that. And um, we've had several of those accounts now that have been running for five or six years, uh, very successfully, um, but we really have to convince the court. So you're not going to be able to go into mutual funds that have high cost. That's right. You know, these anything with a front load or a back load or high what we call internal fees for 12B1s. But there are funds out there that we could do that. We do still have always the challenge of the blocked account, um, but we, you know, we just have to work with that. But uh, yeah, and, Mark, per, and perhaps some other issues too. Does, does your son is your son on any type of public benefit program? Um, so we're actually looking into that right now, and and he does have a, a trust account that is not blocked that the court has approved. Um, Was that created so, for purposes of holding the settlement proceeds? No, it was. Well, yes, it was. Um, but uh, the previous lawyer we had um, that actually that didn't work out very well, and. Um, the court just put the it was it was basically a life insurance policy um, from his uncle, and um, that was put into the blocked account. Um, and then we we you know we have a trust account that's outside of that blocked account um, that that isn't blocked by the court. And you know that that I I believe I can use for investment purposes. I have to act as my son's fiduciary because I'm the you sure did absolutely. 
Hey, Mark, you know. Yeah, this is a good topic, and you, you may want to you may want to give us a call on Monday. This can get a little bit deeper than what we're talking about on the air, but we'd be more than happy to help you. There, there is some play between perhaps that trust that you had established and the ability to unblock some of that money and have it held in that trust uh, account if if things pan out properly. So that's. Uh, like I said, a lot more detail than we'd be able to get into on the air, but we'd certainly be willing to talk to you about it if you want to give us a shout on Monday. Hey, Mark, we really appreciate the call. It's a situation, and we would be glad to deal with you on that. Sadly, i got to take a quick break, or they're going to start yelling at me. So when we get back from break, uh, Mark, if you want to hang on, that would be great. If not, I suggest you give us a call, and we'd love to chat with you a little more detail about something. Maybe we can give you a hand there. Your partner-in-law will be right back after this short break. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, tell everyone what the learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and out of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, 
Rick Gregorick. Hey, we're back. Well, ACTC to get your motor started this morning. Motor City. There you go, Teddy. Hey, folks, uh, just as a little bit of follow-up on, uh, you know, our, our caller here where, you know, we have guardianships and we have blocked accounts. And, and part of the, you know, I think the reason we have these blocked accounts is unfortunately too many people in these family situations have abused incapacitated persons' money. Absolutely Now, right. that doesn't mean that everyone does, but unfortunately enough did or do that um, when these funds come under the auspice of the court. So, again, it, this is where proper planning can come into play. People who have done planning, now, you know, for Mark's case, for his minor son, there's things he could have done in his own estate plan or can still do. The son, when he was pre-18, obviously there wasn't much, but we could have done some pre-guardianship planning for when that child turned 18 on what might be done. So as with all things in life, plan early, plan often, and update your plan according to changing circumstances. And, you know, there are so many of you out there that do have uh, special needs uh, persons in your family, whether it be um, parents, siblings, children, nieces and nephews. And there's always help. So many people, though, hesitate or resist coming in to see an attorney because they're afraid that it might cost too much. Well, this is back to the penny wise pound foolish Far thing. Far cheaper than doing it wrong. It's the benefits that can accrue by proper planning, sitting down with fellows like uh, Ted Hansen here and our, um, Scott Ralston, our other associate. They deal with this stuff every day and work on this and you know how to avoid exploitation, how to deal with it if it's occurring. Yeah, and protect people that have supplemental needs and those types of people. And it's really, really important. So it is all out there. And, you know, we're going to talk a lot about this at our next event, Real Retirement, June 12th. And that's going to be in Bothell, June 12th in Bothell, Country Inn and Suite, 7 to 9, Real Retirement, How to Avoid Common Mistakes in Estate and Elder Law Planning. This, this is what we really do planning for is to plan out what our desires are, but also to set up some guideposts, some checks and balances. You know, we want to carry out our plan. We want it to come to fruition. But the only way that's going to happen is, A, to have a plan, and then, B, to keep it current. I always say, you know, can you imagine a business? They did their business plan 10 years ago, and they said, well, that's my business plan, and they've never updated or modified it. I mean, the, the, the old saying really is, the minute you execute or implement your plan, you need to start changing it. It's kind of like in a war planning. They say, well, all your plans go out the door after the first bomb drops. That's right. And, you know, because we're always, what is the response? We do something. But you've got to have, you have a baseline, right? You just have to have some base plan in place. That's what I tell people. I see people all the time that have numerous needs for pairing up things in their estate, but it all starts with the basic plan. Get the basic plan in place, build the foundation properly, and the rest of it will fall into place. Well, that's one of the things we teach our, you know, all of our clients, and, and I do use the word teach um, because it's the education and the knowledge that then enables you to individually help put your plan together because very few people have the same plan. In fact, almost no one. Now, we all are going to use certain types of documents, wills, trusts, powers of attorney, and health care directives. It's, not to, it's nothing to say, well, gee, I have a power of attorney. That's not the key. What does that power of attorney say? How does it work? What checks and balances are in there? How is it executed? There's just a whole bunch of things that we can do just in 
how that document will be deployed and used by your agent. So, will it work at all when you need to use it? Well, that <laughs> we have these things too. So, right? you know, come on out to Real Retirement. That's uh, June twelfth in Bothell. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tickets just went on sale today. So uh, these events almost always fill up. These are small events. This is not our retirement roundtable where we're going to have hundreds of you or retire meet where there's multiple hundreds. You know, these events are all-day events and that. We're going to have some of those coming up later in the year. But uh, between now and then, we're doing more focused small group uh, classes such that, you know, you'll have basically a classroom setting. I always tell people bring, bring things to make take notes in that. And um, you have lots of opportunities at this event to ask questions. And uh, we're going to be talking about everything from, you know, people who are running out of money, the Medicaid rule, all the way up to the more affluent of you who, you know, in addition to having to worry about incapacity issues, also have to worry about money issues and taxes and things of that nature. And how do you incorporate that type of issues into your planning? Because just because you're wealthy doesn't mean you're not going to get Alzheimer's. And just because you're wealthy, or in fact, maybe because you're wealthy, maybe you're a bigger target for exploitation. So um, Penny Wise and Pound Foolish folks, Real Retirement, Bothell, June 12th. Register today at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We really want to see you out there. And we're going to be, uh, the phone lines are open here. We're going to take more of your phone calls at 888-973-5476. That's Your Partner in Law right now, live on Cairo and KTTH. 888-973-5476. We'll be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. 
Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner in Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Wow, how appropriate for an estate planning show. Don't fear the reaper. Never lost on me, Brian. Never lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. If that was a personal message for uh, me. or the. Oh, no, no. We will all meet the reaper someday, That's but let's exactly be, pre- right. well, let's let's be plan prepared. For it. Let's, let's plan for it. Let's plan for the reaper. Let's plan for it. <laughs> let's plan for the reaper. There we go. Maybe we could get a song out of that. Right? Hey, folks, you know, one of the things, uh, let's shift generations just a little bit for this next couple segments of the show. And I want to talk to all of you who are in your early 50s that are kind of, you know, hitting stride in your careers. You know, things are kind of coming together. The kids are kind of... But you're not really getting, getting older. You're not really getting older, are you? Yeah. And, you <laughs> yeah, know, you time, are. <laughs> time kind of goes by. And, you know, sometimes we fall asleep at the wheel. And during our 50s is such a critical time to make sure that you're starting to look long-term at that, you know, that nest egg that you have out there. So I think there, you know, there's a number of things that people should be doing in their 50s to help secure their future because no matter what you think, it's right around the corner. Um, You're going to wake up someday like I did in January and say, oh my, I've got... I'm a card carrier. I I have to apply for (laughs) Medicare. I'm a card carrier. Holy cow. That's a a cold shower, Ted, let me tell you. (laughs) And so, but in your 50s, if you can start securing that financial future, you should be in your highest earning years of your career, typically for the average person. And, and, And one of the most critical things that puts families into economic turmoil is short-term disruptions in income, whether that's a car accident, a short-term you know, job loss. It could be an unexpected home repair, an unexpected medical repair, things of that nature. And so many folks just aren't prepared to handle that, and it sends their entire economics, in, you know, the state into chaos. So, you know, first, and, and boy, everybody tells everybody this. This is, you know, this is this common base knowledge, but you need to have an emergency fund with about six months as a minimum. You know, if you're higher net worth, maybe 12 months of income in the bank, cash available that you can uh, have your paws on quickly in that emergency situation. You know, and I think the numbers, unfortunately, are about 90% of the folks out there don't have that at all. Right? 90, 95%. Uh, I yeah. believe it's fairly high. Though. Yeah, it's really high. And then you know, there still seems to be this aversion to many people about investing in IRAs and 401ks. 
Well, folks, over 50, you start getting some real benefits here. IRAs, you can now deduct uh, up to $7,000. Roth, if you happen to have the income qualifications. One of the biggest gifts out there for those of you with employers offering 401ks, over 50, up to 25000 a year you can put in. Yep, now, and, 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 then, and then think of your employer contribution is on top of that. Right. Now, Ted, let me put a little, a little you know, icing on this for people to think it isn't hopeless. If a person started saving $25,000 a year in their 401k at age 57, and then they retired and wanted to withdraw that money at age 67, if the market rate of return that they invested that money at was a mere 7%, which is below the market average, 7% for that 10-year period, your $25,000 a month contribution into your 401k, a year, 25 a year. 25,000 a year, yes, would give you an additional $345,000 in retirement. Yep. So, you know, while Very it's ne- while it's never too late to start saving, these catch-up provisions do help. But, you know, obviously we want to start saving the day we start working. But yeah. so and, and more importantly, happen. Rick, which I think a lot of people kind of grasp, is that these 401K, these qualified plans we call them, that, that, that's protected money. No one's going to take that from you with the possible exception of a family law situation where they might reallocate. But generally these are off limits to creditors and predators. And, and so for that reason alone, it gives you this protected box of money that you can use and not have to worry about losing it. So. You know, and, and just to put a fine cap on that, the retirement assets that are protected, your IRAs, 401ks, it's protected if it's your account that you started, not an account that you inherited from mom and That's dad correct. or something That's like correct. that. Spousal rollovers in that, we... That's another a, protected category. A, but it is protected, but it has to be... There's some caveats that go with that That's protection. Right. Right. So um, we're going to be talking about those up uh, coming up also, Ted, Retirement Asset Protection Trust and how to protect retirement assets for your beneficiaries. That's a, been a very, very popular yep. topic. I think there's a lot of folks with these accounts out there don't really have a whole lot of idea about the protected nature or the unprotected nature coming out to children and people other than spouses. And I think it catches a lot of people by surprise, Rick, when I talk to them about these issues when we sit down and talk to their ass- about their assets. You know, and, and one of the other savings tools, Ted, that I think a lot of people, if, again, you have to have the option to do this, but if you do have the option, the health savings account, HSA healthcare plans, are another vehicle for accumulation of money on a tax-free basis. You know, you, you uh, contribute on a tax-free basis, just like your IRA, uh, with the issue is that if you withdraw those funds, it has to be for qualified medical expenses. Um, but I started a HSA probably about 10 years ago. Of course, it came to an end this year. Um, but I was able over that 10 years by taking advantage of the um, annual savings, which for um, those of us over 50, you got not only the $3,500 that you could put, but another 1000 bringing that to 45000 So if you got $25,000 on your 401k plus the employer contribution, $4,500 under your HSA, all tax deferred accounts. Now, the really cool thing, Ted, on the HSA accounts is once you get, you know, a reasonable balance in there, many of the custodians, um, we happen to use Optum Bank, but they offer um, investment strategies where you can take that money then and invest it in 
mutual funds in that. And then as you grow older, you can use this for long-term care insurance. You can all kinds of supplemental things, and you pull that money out just like your IRA. So um, that's an asset class that oftentimes is missed, but that can add quite a bit to your retirement savings um, doing that properly. So, hey, folks, I just want to remind you, June 12th in Bothell, Country Inn and Suites, Real Retirement, it's coming up. How to avoid the common, most common mistakes in estate and elder planning. Come on out and meet uh, meet us. We love to we love these events that are small. We get to shake your hand, look you in the eye, and have a little chat with you. And um, So come on out and um, enjoy the class. It is a class. You don't have to buy anything out there. It's a learning experience because we found that people that are more educated and have current, accurate information on estate planning are far better at you know coming up with what your wants and desires are and being able to get those down on paper in a proper way. We're going to be right back after this short break. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But more importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian has an asset-based class coming up Monday, May 20th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding their long-term care costs in the future? Learn why that's not the best idea. Saving will be limited for this special asset-based class on the 20th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. 
Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. All right, we are back. Hey, Ooh, folks, you're listening to Your Partner in Law. Find us on the web at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can podcast us. Easiest thing to do, go to cairo.com, click on the show, and uh, got all your podcasts there. Or you can just click in Your Partner in Law podcast. They're all over the Internet. So do find those. But uh, most important, come on out June 12th to Bothell Country Inn and Suites for Real Retirement. Love to see you out there. Just register today at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Com. Hey, Ted, I wanted to have just a little follow-up on, you know, the call we had on the guardianship accounts because, you know, this is an issue that, you know, every guardianship is going to have when there are funds. The court is always going to block certain amount of funds and have a guaranteed budget. And the purpose is really, I think, to protect the incapacitated person's money. And historically, we've not had a good record of doing this. And much of the what the court and the law would see as exploitation of a guardian um, using the ward's fund, the person who has the guardianship imposed upon them is a ward of the state of Washington. This is kind of one of those subtle things. The guardianship in one way basically strips a person of certain of their constitutional rights uh, to make decisions, to enter into contracts, to vote, to marry things of that nature. Those are constitutional rights that are being altered because of the capacity or the lack of capacity of the person. And because of the long history of these folks running out of money um, prematurely, um, this idea of blocking accounts has, has arisen to protect those funds. Now, just because they're blocked, though, they're, they could still be invested you know, with leave of court um, in a proper way. You know, we had a case come in a number of years ago where the person was a young person, had been incapacitated from birth, and um, there was, around the birth, there was a malpractice issue, and there was some money generated, uh, you know, over a million dollars, and that put into uh, an account, a guardianship account, um, but before it got to the blocking and all this number of years ago, the mother, who was also partially disabled, was basically using the incapacitated person's money that directly benefited the mother. Now, those of us looking from the outside said, well, this is what families do. And this is part of the problem. If, if it's what families do, sometimes that isn't what the law says we need to be doing when there's another person there that has no ability to voice an opinion in other words, to vote on whether or not we should use my money or should I participate right. in that money. Right. And so it is tough. It's very you know, it's frustrating for everyone that has to deal with these. But do keep in mind it's there to protect the person. And so the issue really isn't whether or not the account's going to be blocked. It's going to be blocked. <laughs> certainly when they're minors, it's going and to be blocked. Certainly. Yeah. And then the issue is, you know, as they become adults, there might be more flexibility um, but this is going to get down to the skill of the guardian and their um, 
their history. This is why the courts have you come back every year for an accounting and to reestablish that budget. Some people get put on a three-year plan after they've demonstrated. Um, right, for that. several years. That's right. Yeah. But um, And I'm not always a fan of that three-year because a three-year accounting can be tough. Yeah. <laughs> One years are hard enough. But uh, anyhow, I just wanted to put that out there that it is something that is it is important. And it's not that we really want to try to get the accounts unblocked necessarily, but we would like to get them such that they could earn more than little to no you know, interest that you might get on a money market yeah. or a CD where you're basically eroding the account just due to inflation. So if you can get yeah. that into a modest, well-diversified, very low-fee type of investment – um, and we'll talk about yeah, some the, of those the, out at Real the Retirement. The court's amenable to those arguments for sure. It just has to be presented properly. So, you uh, know, but there's a little bit more than just saying that I need to make more money on the money. So, oh, we, yeah, there's a whole thing you've got to do. You've got to convince a, a judge, and um, and then you may come back to the judge a little more frequently, at least initially, to monitor yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And that's okay. That's um, that's good. Uh, we do need to protect those of us. Those walking among us that can't or not walking, they can't, you know, take care of themselves, whether it's through the, you know, the aging um, issues that arise and put people into incapacity or it's children uh, born that way or it's young adults that you know, suffer a lot of injuries, spinal cord injuries, things of that nature that uh, all contribute to these. And um, it's just devastating when, a, say, a young person, you know, has a severe, like a spinal cord injury in that, and that's just an incredibly life-changing event for everyone around them, not just themselves, but on how that's going to evolve. And it's quite challenging. And anybody in those situations, please seek help. Um, Going this alone is it's not worth it because there are a plethora of things that people can do if they come in and talk to folks like Ted and Scott who deal with these things on a daily basis and can help be your guide through this process. And I think that's really what, you know, is kind of fundamental at the law firm of Gregorick and Associates is, you know, attorney at law is one thing, but we really pride ourselves on being attorneys and counselors at law. We spend a majority of our time counseling our clients, teaching, if you will, on your options, your opportunities, given your situation. You know, what are your assets? What's your family situation? What are your goals and objectives? What is your health like? What is your, you know, we've got to look at all these different issues and then come up with a a well-designed, tailored plan. And please don't associate that with, well, gee, it's going to cost me more than it's worth. It won't. It's <laughs> far easier, far cheaper to do it right than to not do it at all. It, it really, really is. And uh, we, we so enjoy working with our families. And we find that families who do the planning, and especially of those of you that can get involved in multi-generational, um, what I call waterfall planning down through the generations, the benefits that accrue are many. Um, But the protections and everybody knowing what's going on, limiting family dispute, limiting sibling rivalry. It's out there. It's It's, in every family. It's virtually in every family. And mom and dad, sometimes your kids mask this stuff from you. So we just have to go into this with our eyes wide open and make sure that we're taking advantage of everything that we can. Folks, we're going to sign off for the day. Have a great day. Looks like it's going to be a pretty decent day out there. Uh, Go Mariners. Come on, guys. Going to get some runs. AAA, excuse me there. Uh, we'll be back next week. And don't forget, June 12th, Bothell Country Inn and Suites. Your partner-in-law is how you get your tickets. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.